Nadine, what's it like to be a coach? <laughs> what? <laughs> Day in the life of the coach. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. Like, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> give us a breakdown of like, uh, you know, a lot of people be like, oh man, it must be the greatest job in the world to uh, be a coach. Maybe people don't actually say that, but uh, <laughs> in my mind, like, um, I feel like people don't think I don't do anything. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, I feel like people think I don't do. They're like, what else do you do? I'm like, I do work during the day. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I'm like, it's really, really like Monday through Friday. I'm doing work, and Saturday I'm usually doing work too. So, and that's what I wanted to like dive yeah. into because like a lot of people think that uh, you just come in here, coach classes, you lift, and and That's it. And you like go home chill. and and, like, and cook food and yeah. and and get your uh, get your fitness on. So um, I figure we just like kind of highlight like like today. What's what's a day in, day day of a Monday for Nadine? Um, what does it start? What do you do? Let's take it step by step. Monday, I get up at like five thirty um, a.m. and I eat something and I try I try to get here for like six forty five. I don't get here at six forty five. I get here at like seven. Um, I try to fit my workout into like a 7 to 9, 7 to 8.45 block, and then I'll coach. We'll do a meeting for a couple hours. I'll go home, and I'll go through like all the nutrition check-ins and stuff that I have for today. Whoa, That's you're, what like, I, you're, bur- you're burning through. Sorry, you're burning sorry. I'll, like, I'll talk, I'll talk yeah, a little so, slower. So we'll do this meeting. Yeah, so like, we do this meeting like hours. Monday. What, Monday. What, what happens at our Monday meetings? Um, like, we talk about programming. We talk about movements, new movements and stuff that we have in the programming um, and how to go about coaching them and explaining them to people um, and like just points of performances and points of performance and focuses for the movements. Um, we'll usually do like a podcast or some videos for movement. Um, we'll brainstorm a lot of random stuff. It's like never really the same. No, the, only, the only thing that's honestly like, like consistent um, for our meetings is going over the programming. That's the only thing that's really consistent because then it'll vary from week to week based on what's going on and different things that we have to do for the week. Um, and sometimes the meetings are a little longer, sometimes the meetings are a little shorter. I'd say on average, they're probably like two hours. Yeah. Hour and a half to two hours, usually on average. Yeah, I mean, and obviously we try to shoot some some reel or- Yeah, or, yeah, we try and shoot some type of movement-based video or something like that. Yeah, we just try to brainstorm over things that we yeah. see or something that could help people or an issue that we hear in, in class or something like that and yeah. then try to create something like that. So we do this uh, morning meeting that we're, well, currently we do, like you said, um, then we get out of here 12, one-ish. Yeah. Uh, and then what do you do? Um, so what I'll plan to do today, today would probably be like a little bit of a slower day, um, just because I did all of my programming for the week. So Monday I'll go through and I'll go through all my nutrition check-ins and stuff and kind of make adjustments for people. And I'll go through any type of emails or messages that people have sent me, um, answering questions and stuff like that. So that's what I'll do when I get home today. So you're programming for what? You said uh, we're going to go no, over. I I got oh, we, my... go, we go over class programming here. Yeah, but you said so I have done. all my programming done, so it'll be a lighter Monday. Oh, no, because I did all of my programming for this week from Monday through Friday for like um, for like classes for remote clients. Um, that's usually what I'll like really start to chip away with a lot more and go like hard at on like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to get it done before the weekend. Because I'll like to see kind of for like remote clients, I'll like to see basically how they're doing throughout the week. Um, and if they have any questions, how their movements are, because at, le- at that point they probably completed, by Wednesday they completed like two to three workouts, usually three workouts by then. Um, 
So I like to kind of see how they're doing with all that stuff before I try and start programming the remainder of the, or like the next coming week. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I don't want to just give them some random stuff and then I'll see like that they're having trouble with certain things and I'm like, oh wait, no, I need to change this up. So I'll wait until Wednesday to start kind of going through all of the um, programming for that. Um, but yeah. Like, so, really so yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. I, and it, it varies, honestly, from like week to week what I like do. But consistently, I'll have to go through the check-ins each day. And usually people will message me or email me with questions about certain things or they'll ask for like different like meal ideas or changes in their plan and stuff like that. So I'll go through all of that stuff and go through and change that. If I have a new client, then usually Monday and Tuesday, like if I have a new nutrition client, like that week, then I'll spend pretty much the whole Monday rest. I'll get I'll spend a decent amount of time building up like um, an outline for those clients. So like so, that really varies if I have someone new. Yeah. So you have a, you have a handful of nutrition clients too, yeah. and and I know that's not necessarily a Monday thing on your checklist. But since we are talking about like going into programming, um, what 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 do you bring? Like so we use the app True Coach obviously mm -hmm. to. Uh, upload our questions, comments, programming, all that stuff on there. Um, but what are you seeing in terms of like, what are you doing for clients on the nutrition aspect for your nutrition as intended program? What, what, what type of stuff are you putting in there? What questions are you doing? What are some things that you're seeing? Um, so I have some people that are not really tracking their food and I have some people that are tracking their food. Some people are just tracking portion size based. Some people are tracking actual macros some people are not really tracking at all. Um, so it, like the questions vary based on what seems to be their biggest issues and stuff or their biggest, um, just, yeah, like and, and it'll vary person to person. Like some people um, ha have like cravings or stress and like emotional eating and things like that as their biggest hiccup, I guess is what you would call it. So a lot of their questions will kind of be based on how they're handling their stress, how their stress is, um, basically how to attack cravings and deal with them in more positive ways or more beneficial ways. Some people, um, it's more like they need like meal ideas and it's more the adherence part of it as far as just like meal prepping and knowing how to eat when they don't have control over their food, if that makes sense. If they can't bring their food places, some people, um, have long days at work and sometimes like they can't bring food with them all the time and sometimes food is catered so it's how to approach those situations to be able to stay on track the best you can it like it just changes from person to person it's very individualized I guess so you're a big problem solver yeah that yeah yeah that's a good way to describe it that's that's what I look at it as a coach you yeah know, we, we solve problems that's yeah. what we try to do so I'd say that's probably what I spend a good portion of that time doing you know, and I find it interesting too because, like, uh, you know, some people like sit down and they have all this data that they got to go plug in and put on spreadsheets or do whatever. But I think we spend a lot of our time thinking, like, we're like, yeah. okay, how, what's another way to do this? How, what's another way to explain this? What's another way to get this message across? And it's just like coaching where sometimes you'll give someone a cue and it's not going to click for them, and maybe it's the cue that worked for you but it's not working for someone else and you try another cue and that doesn't work and then you try another cue and that doesn't work. Then you have to think of something that you haven't done before and it's like all of a sudden, okay, it clicks for them. And it's kind of the same thing with nutrition sometimes where you'll try one thing with someone 
and it's not working. So you try something else with them, and it's not working. And then you try something else, and it's like, okay, now it's working. And, but it's different for each person because everyone has their own individual experience with food and nutrition. It's not going to be the same usually. Yeah, and, I, and, and actually that's what I truly love about the job because yeah. it makes it, it makes me think and makes me better as a uh, one. We get more examples mm-hmm. to explain, but holy heck, I just found a connection between these two things. Like you're mm-hmm. like, hey, nutrition is very much like fitness. And I always look at like nutrition very much like a bank account. Mm-hmm. If you never check your bank account, you never know exactly how much money you have in your yeah, bank yeah. account. Yeah. You know that there's probably something being deposited in there and you mm-hmm. know you're spending it and most likely you didn't overspend or maybe you did because you bought something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like with food. If you don't, if you, if you kind of know what you're putting in, you don't really know, you, you might not actually be saving up those calories or expending those calories mm-hmm. as much as you do. So as much yeah. as you're saving or expending or spending money, you're saving or spending the calories throughout the day, whether it's, you know, with food and whether the food that you're taking in or whether the exercise that you're putting out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at that too, like like different little connections that, that, that go, oh, now I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting too to see, like, like I said, everyone has like, I don't like, I, I've seen kind of a trend, I guess, across like some clients and stuff, but everyone seems to have their own individual things does that make I don't know if I explained that very well yeah like but the like the trend that I feel like I see is like the problem that a lot of people don't think is actually the issue but it really is that a lot of people under eat like a lot of people do and I I think like that's a consistent thing across so many people is that they think okay well if I eat less then I'll actually like I need to be eating less because like I'm holding on to like this like weight and whatever I need to be eating less but if you eat less less and less and you're always eating less you're gonna end up holding on to it so much more um, which is interesting because it's such a, like, like a, just a misconception, I guess, with nutrition, um, is that you just need to be eating less and less, but that's not always the case. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, it's one of the, it's one of those, yeah, and I'm guilty of that, highly guilty of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did yeah. good. I didn't eat as much today. No, that's how, that's how I reality, am too. And I feel like everyone's mind just kind of goes there without even trying to go there. Cause I'll do that sometimes be like, okay, well I like ate a little bit more yesterday, so I just need to eat less today. And then I have to kind of stop myself and be like, no, 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 that's not what you need to do. You need to just eat what you normally eat and then you'll be fine. Like, yeah, I think that's a huge thing. And then at the same time, you know, everyone's got their reasons for eating mm-hmm. and everyone's got their reasons for not staying on track mm-hmm. and everyone's got different reasons of preventing them from yes or yeah, uh, yeah. excuses slash reasons they used like for me the big one that's that's hard for me is to stop my work and put food in so I can get back to work I'm a person who's like I'm doing this it's going to take me 10 hours mm-hmm. and I'm not going to eat because I want to get this done. Yeah, like, I don't and, have and time focus. to eat or something yeah. like that. And then, yeah. In reality, yeah. it's actually slowing my workload. Yeah, exactly. It, it's like overstudying, right? Like, yeah, you're like, yeah. if I sit and I read this book for six hours, I'll do good on my test tomorrow. When in reality, if you studied for two hours and broke it up into like mm-hmm. four 30 minute sessions throughout the day, yeah. you'd actually retain more of that information mm-hmm. with less studying. Yeah, like, I think like, yeah. it's like the same way. Yeah, I figured that with myself just like, well, yeah, it's not, this isn't food. This is kind of what you were saying about like, just like getting stuff done is how I need to take breaks. If I, if I work hard for like, like a half hour to 60 minutes, like for 30 to 60 minutes, if I just like focus and just get shit done, 
and then I have to take a break because if I try and go beyond 60 minutes that's when I start like kind of like I'll start like falling asleep so like and I need to like stop and like take a break and like go outside or go for a walk or get something to eat or something like that to be able to focus yeah I really like that focus app because it sets a timer for 25 minutes mm -hmm. and then you get a like a five minute break. So I'll, set, I'll set my timer on my phone, be like, all right, you're gonna work hard for like 30 minutes and then you're gonna get up for five minutes and like go do something. It, it really helps out because I'm like, oh man, I have seven more minutes before I take a break and then I just hammer it hard. Yeah, and I'm yeah, just exactly. so That's what I felt like much that helped more productive. I started doing that, yeah. Of doing that. Yeah. Um, all right, so your afternoon is filled with, uh, let's get back on track. We're back, our afternoon is filled kind of doing some programming, brainstorming, trying to create ideas, meals, uh, reviewing questions, remote coaching, remote programming. Um, yeah, then what happens on your Monday? Um, so I'll get home usually around like uh, 12.30, 1 o'clock usually. Um, and I'll hammer that for like, I'll say like like three hours with a couple breaks in there and stuff. So around like 3 o'clock, I'll eat something um, and I'll kind of like take a break. And that's usually where I take like a couple breaks before or like a couple, like an hour to two hours of a break to just like kind of reset my mind and stuff. And then I'll come back in here. And sometimes I'll come back in around like 4.30, not usually on a Monday, I won't come back in around 4.30. Sometimes on like a Wednesday, I'll come back in around 4.30 and try and get some work done before um, I coach or I'll have like clients. Usually Wednesday, I'll like schedule more clients on Wednesday, but... So then, yeah, yeah you really come back here, and then you have your, then you have the evening class mm -hmm. on Mondays. Yeah. And then shut down the gym, and mm -hmm. that's your day. And yeah, and then usually, yeah, once I finish that up, that's kind of when I'm like, all right, now I'm done for the day. Um, but yeah, it's like it's very like, it's not like a I'm sitting at a desk for eight hours and I'm gonna do work. It's like I'll do like two, three hours of work here. Okay, I'll do another hour of work here. I do two hours of work here. It's like that type of thing. And I, I love that type of schedule. I love yeah. the fluidity yeah. that that we we do get. Mm -hmm. I, I will say, is people don't realize this, but like uh, the, the the coaching coaching hours of morning and evening classes is tough. And, yeah. and and what people don't realize is that it breaks up our day. Like we're at the gym before everyone goes to work, and we're at the gym after everyone comes home from work. Yeah. Yeah. And we have this like middle of the day that it's kind of like free, so you can't like book your day to do all these things because you still have to come back to the gym yeah, in the exactly. afternoon. So you it still limits have to get work done and stuff in between like the classes and stuff too. Like I think people think sometimes that I like coach and then I like go shopping or something like that, like with my day, and I go like go to the beach and then I like come back. Like I don't do that. <laughs> like I don't have time to like do those things like during the week. Like, but yeah. And then on top of that too. Like today, obviously you don't have me, but you also have you also deal with the PT sessions, mm -hmm. so you have clients that come in throughout the week as well too. Yeah. Uh, what are some other tasks that you have throughout the week? I mean, what what else do you usually do? Um, are you talking just work related or other? Yeah, in, in, other in general, work non work related. What else do you try to fill your your week with? If it's work related, great. But at the same time, are there things that you do every week or are times that you have set aside? to go and do what you want, um, um, that's pretty like habitual. Yeah, I'll try and like get some meal prep in here and there, but usually that's just like a 20 minute prep and then I'll just let it cook while I'm like doing other things and stuff. So like, um, 
like today I'll probably stop at the store and grab chicken on my way. I'll let the chicken cook and then I'll do work while the chicken is cooking. That's probably like what I'll do when I get home because I think we're like mostly out of that. Um, but usually like, I think I've gotten so in the habit of just like prepping, just making sure that I do a prep that I don't think I have like specific days anymore when I do a prep. For a while I was very like, I'm doing my prep on Sunday and Thursday and that's what I did for a long time and I think I got myself in a good habit of like all right like I can just like throw some chicken in the oven and I'll do that and that'll get me through like these days or something like that um but so usually I'll like I don't do like a full full meal prep as much as I used to anymore just because like I'll just make food like quick when I need to does that make sense yeah I'm into, I'm into that too yeah I feel I feel like once you kind of like get yourself set on a meal prep and you get yourself in a good habit of like all right I'm going to meal prep I know I'm going to prep my food I know I'm not gonna like just let it go and just never prep um if that makes sense like I know like once I run out of chicken I'm not just gonna like never prep my chicken again and then just start eating out like I know I'm not gonna do that I know if I'm running out of chicken then I'll grab chicken I'll make it and it's gonna take me 20 minutes to do it and it's not gonna put like make a big dent in my day or anything like that um yeah and i i know we're talking a lot about nutrition but i i I think it's like you know it's good to hear the side of things too we could never talk enough about nutrition but like you know i thought about like yesterday i went to i went to the grocery store and i'm like all right i want to need a protein so i grabbed some italian sausage and then i was like all right i want some vegetables i grabbed some sausage peppers Mm -hmm. and some fresh corn and then I'm like, sweet, now I can make my meal. And what I, instead of like walking into the grocery store like I used to and being like, ooh, what do I want? I'm gonna make tacos. I now started changing my thinking of like, all right, what protein am I having with this meal? Yeah, yeah. And I pick my protein first and mm-hmm. then I go, cool, what can I do with chicken? Well, I I literally religiously use those rice bowls that that's you, what, that's that what you I do. Like the, yeah, I, I just, I just stacked bowls. up on those bird's yeah. eye power packs of protein. Yeah. And um, I went to Stop and Shop, and actually, and they had more flavors than Big Y, mm-hmm. uh, which I was pretty excited about. But yeah, so I used that as a staple, and it's so simple too yeah. because you can get it done in like legitimately 20 minutes. Yeah. So I'll yeah. go home, let the dogs out, I'll start cooking that stuff up. 20 minutes. Now I have like two to three meals. Yeah. That I'm a person who could eat the same thing three yeah, meals so in a row, like, yeah, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. So, Usually, like what I'll do is like I'll, I can eat the same meal for one meal every day. I can't eat it for like. Oh. For, like, my, like, lunch and dinner and other meals and stuff throughout the day. So I'll have usually a rice bowl, um, like, at least, like, once a day. Sometimes if I'm like, wow, I really love this, I don't really want anything else, I'll have it for dinner, too. But I kind of give myself the option where, like, when I get home from coaching, I'll maybe make a burger or something like that. Um, And that's kind of what I've been doing when I get home is I'll make a salmon burger. I've been, like, really loving those. Or a turkey burger. But I've been liking, like, the way I've been doing my rice bowls, actually, that I just, like, love right now is I'll make white rice and I'll like like cook up a bunch of peppers just chopped up peppers in like olive oil like a little bit of olive oil and I'll put chicken and then crushed peanuts in it and then soy sauce and that'll and I'll just mix it all up and it's actually really really good it's almost like a stir fry it's like yeah that's what but it tastes so good the peanuts like really are like a game changer with that and that's what I've been doing every day I just kind of like got myself off of probably because I ate Mexican like be like themed food for probably three months straight and now I'm like I don't want Mexican food and now I'm on like this like this like 
Asian stir fry type of like kick that's not really like a stir fry it's just my own like simple version of it but now I'm on that type of kick and I'll probably get sick of it in another month and I'll probably go back to like the Mexican style food you, you know what that reminded me of it reminded me of when I was in Hawaii and they and they have this like breakfast thing called loco moco uh-huh. and I was like it doesn't sound like it's a breakfast food but I like to eat like dinners for breakfast mm-hmm. and it's a, like a rice bowl with soy sauce they use a fried egg and a burger patty. Ooh. And they'll throw in some greens too, like arugula and yeah. stuff like that. But it's also with the soy sauce. So you get that kind of like a little Asian flavor. Yeah. But you get like yeah. the beef and the fried eggs. So you have tons of protein in there. Yeah. Um, now that you got me thinking. I'm totally, I started I'm totally doing like this. sometimes in the in the stir fry too. I'll like make a, like a scrambled egg and I'll just like chop it all up and then I'll throw it in there too. Um, and that's actually really good. But that's what I've been kind of into now with like my like rice bowls and stuff like that yeah i mean stir fries are so easy they're yeah, so exactly. quick it's, it's so easy to make that and usually what i'll do is i'll let like the rice i'll usually make the rice and the peppers at the same time and the chicken yeah. i'll just like kind of it's so easy to make chicken at this point like i used to like hate making protein mm-hmm. and like but I, I still need to have my protein made like i still need to so i'll make the chicken like i'll make sure that i have like chicken made and stuff like that um but I think I used to like in my head think it took an hour to make protein and it doesn't. It takes like twenty minutes. It's super easy. Um, so that's that's kind of what I've been doing. And I'll make the rice and the peppers at the same time. So while the rice is cooking, I'll just like make the peppers and then everything's all set after that. Yeah. My biggest mistakes were I wasn't using enough oil or butter in my pan and I would put it up too high. So I would put like now, I'm not saying you have to use a lot of butter or oil or anything like that. And technically, with proteins, you don't even need to throw, like, butter. You just use yeah. the fat off of it. But especially when I'm doing, like, chicken breast, I used to, like, crank that thing to, like, high heat, throw a little bit of, like, oil or butter in there, and then I would just literally, like, burn the outsides of my chicken, and then I'd overcook it so it was dry, <laughs> and there's nothing worse than, like, dry chicken. And then I'm like, forget this. So then I started just cutting up into pieces, seasoning yeah, it, what... and then using just a little bit more oil than I normally do. So it pushes my fats a little bit high, but that's okay um, because the food tastes so much better. It's yeah. freaking moist mm-hmm. and it, it comes out awesome. And it, and it really like, yeah, once once you figure out that, it, it's so easy. And, yeah. and I'm sure everyone's like, yeah, it's just cooking chicken. It's not that hard. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you, but I'm a person who decided like, to do the hard way and not yeah. like actually try to like slow down and look at cooking and being like, all right, what happens if I do this? What happens, if, you know? Mm-hmm. I would just be like, oh, just put it on the oven, crank it up. I need it done fast, and, yeah, and it yeah. changes the entire environment. And I'm like, I hate, yeah, I hate to, cooking yeah. chicken. That's what I used to do for a while because yeah. I was so impatient, and I was like, I just want to get it done as fast as possible. But that's not really the way that you, yeah, have to do it. And but. so, last thing, what do you do on your weekends? Um, so usually, so Saturday I'll come in before class and I'll work out. And then I'll coach class, and then I'll stay and do, um, if I have any personal training sessions, I'll stay and do that. I try to get my work done before Saturday, all the programming and everything, and all the nutrition questions and check-ins and all that stuff. I try and get it done before Saturday so I don't have to do it on the weekends, because I like to have my weekends where like once I leave here, I don't really want to think about doing work. I want to just be able to chill and enjoy myself, and I like, I like to go out and do things. I don't like to just hang out at home if we're hanging out at home then I'm like all right we need to make an event out of being at home we need to like cook a special dinner or have people over do something like I need like I I think it's more just I need to keep like my mind like stimulated I think that's more of what it is maybe um where I like to go out and do things and have stuff to look forward to on the weekends 
and feel like I accomplished something even if it wasn't like doing work like feeling like I just accomplished something and I did something with my weekend does that make sense yeah kind of like I'm I like to look at um the face the events posted on Facebook that's where I find things people make fun of me and be like Nadine you responded that you're going to an event at 5 p.m. tonight in California <laughs> like, like I didn't even see where it was I just like I just put that I'm interested to everything so when I don't know what to do on the weekends I can go through all of the events that I put I'm interested in and decide what I want to do um but usually like I'll um I'll go out to eat or we'll we like to go to like breweries or wineries and stuff like that and just, I just like trying like different beers and different wines and I just like the environment of being outside at those places especially in like the fall and the summer and like the spring and stuff um but I, I just I, that's kind of what I like to do I try and make time to see my dogs I like to like make time to go see them and like take them for a walk I try and schedule time like at least like a few times during the week like just a half hour where I can stop over at my parents on the way here to like go see the dogs and like hang out with them and take them for a walk and stuff just because they make me really happy so I was like <laughs> I need to do that because if I don't do it I notice it like if I haven't seen them in a couple of days I notice that I'm just like feeling just not great and then if I go see my dogs I'm like okay everything's fine now Give a puppy but, love. yeah but so yeah that's kind of what I do on the weekends and stuff well, heck, if you guys thought that Nadine just works out and coaches class, hopefully you get a little more insight onto uh, her life. And, like, she, yeah, she does stay busy. And I always give her uh, other tasks here and there, too. And but, but a lot of it is just we do a lot of brainstorming. We think about different things that we can do or different ways we can do it. And that stuff takes a long time because it's not as simple. It's, yeah. it's easy to create the idea. Yeah. It takes a long time to put it in place mm-hmm. to make sure that we've thought of like, okay, what happens if, if once they do this, what's the next step? Or, yeah. or you know, figuring out the flow of it so it, it, it works well. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, when we do implement something, it could be like, oh, man, we got uh, we to gotta redo this. Yeah, or, exactly. or you'll or be like, hey, this is not working. This, yeah, or like, this isn't really what I was planning on. I think I need to make these changes and stuff. So it's never, it's usually never like we make a plan and it goes completely as planned. Never. We usually have to modify things kind of as we go and change things up. And I think like, I think you kind of um, described it well that we do just a lot of problem solving, I think, throughout the day. It's not a lot of sit at a desk and just get work done yeah. a lot of it is just thinking and trying to like brainstorm things and trying to find different ways to go about things and stuff and I think that's probably like a good way to describe what we do it's not your typical it's not the typical thing that you would envision for a job I guess yeah and, and I'm a big believer that like we're, we're also like a, a you know a kind of form of a, of a life coach right mm-hmm. you know a lot of our thinking is we spend our time working when we're not working mm-hmm. like we could be out grocery shopping and thinking about okay, how do I get this message across? So, mm-hmm. like, it's sometimes hard to turn that brain off, too. It's yeah. it, it, it's it's hard to leave that stuff because our our goal is to be helpful. But people also, I, I guess it's like, uh, this is another thing that people don't think about, is, like, oh, I'm going to refer it to, like, being a vet. Like, everyone's like, oh, man, it must be really nice to, like, help animals out. Mm-hmm. What you don't realize is vets got to put dogs down. And they yeah, got to put yeah. dogs down, yeah, yeah. like not even because because they don't have a home. Mm-hmm. They, they got to put dogs down. They have that, that tough job. And for us, it's we try everything to help people succeed, but we can't do the work for them. Mm-hmm. And it it plays on us and it pulls at, at us when people don't succeed. And it's mm-hmm. a hard thing as a coach 
to accept the fact that you can't help everyone. Yeah, I think for a long time, and I think you did this too, probably that like if someone didn't like accomplish a goal in the way that like I wanted them to, or they just like, yeah, it just wasn't working out in the way that I wanted, or they didn't accomplish it as quickly as I was hoping, or like they just didn't get something in a class, it didn't click for them. I feel like I would like internalize it as like I like failed as a coach or something yeah. like that, and I think like you've definitely done that too. Like <laughs> years, like, yeah, still to this day. I, like yeah. I would do that a lot, especially the first couple years that I was coaching. It was just, and I think I just kind of like, and I still have to remind me that myself of that sometimes too, and be like, all right, it's not always going to be like on you. Maybe like it's just like it just didn't work that day, or like maybe like just sometimes honestly, just like if people aren't putting in the effort as much and stuff, it's just not going to work, and that's not on you as a coach yeah it, it, yeah it's, it's definitely the hard thing to accept you know and some people just want to try but they just give up trying after yeah. a while and yeah. that's not what we want like we, yeah you know but it's, it's a hard thing that we have to swallow you mm -hmm. know that, that and it's the tough part of the job it's yeah. the tough part of yeah. the job is seeing people that we know have have it in them mm -hmm. to be successful but whether it's a self-confidence, self-esteem, whether it's just, you know, their focus isn't there, they don't want it bad enough, or, or whatever it is, those are the things that are out of our control yeah. that we have to try to constantly remind ourselves that, like, oh, did I try my best? Did I do what I could? Is there another way I can do that? And a lot of that is what stuff, that's the stuff that sits in my head when I go to sleep, mm -hmm. is those clients that I'm like, what else can I do to try and help them out? How can I get this message across? What if we change this up? Yeah. And you go to sleep to that stuff because no matter what, like, that's what, that's what we do as coaches. That's what yeah, we do yeah. as teachers. That's what we do yeah. as, as a person who's trying to help others is we're natural, like, nurturers of that mm -hmm. aspect. So yeah. um, that's, the, the, that's too, the hard part. Yeah, the amount of times, too, I've had, like, dreams about like coaching like different things and stuff and I'll wake up and be like did I really just dream about that <laughs> like I'll like go to bed and have a very vivid dream about trying to coach someone through something like and it's just like cause that's what you're thinking about like all the time but yeah it's 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 yeah like I said it's, it's really funny it really does play on our on our brain a lot of our stuff that our work is all all up in the head to try and solve problems and throughout the day and think about that stuff so yeah well, thank you, Nadine, for joining us and explaining a day in your life. <laughs> yeah.